Welcome everyone to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. I'm Natalie sitting here today with a one day out or actually sorry, by the time this podcast goes live, Danielle will be in her golden year. I will be. I will be. So yeah. Let me explain this okay, for please. everyone that doesn't know it because I don't think basically anyone knows it because it shouldn't be a thing, but it is. <laughs> your golden birthday and your golden year are the age when your age is the day you were born. So she was born on the 26th. She's turning 26. So Saturday, tomorrow, two days before this podcast came out. So it's both tomorrow and the day before yesterday. I love that. Is her golden birthday, and she will be in her golden year. Welcome to my golden year. It's looking pretty bleak. <laughs> looking so grim. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't it crazy how, like, you had a birthday, and you were probably one of the only people this year that had, like, a normal birthday? <laughs> yeah. There were literally one-sixth of people could have had a normal birthday yeah, this year. pretty much. That's it. But that's just how my luck kind of goes. <laughs> You are that one sixth. Congratulations. The thing is, though, I'm sure by my next birthday, it will not be better. So that's true. And like, hopefully by my next birthday, it is. I think it will be. Yikes. Tough if you're one of those people who falls in like both bad years. Like, I don't know, like some March babies, maybe not, maybe not getting out of it. Right. <laughs> maybe having two bad birthday years. Yikes. Yikes. Can I get a yikes? What, a, what's, get a what yikes. sign is that? The marches. Um, that's Aries and what comes after you? It's both. Why would I know this? Because uh, I don't know. You know, like the ones that are on your cusp. It goes Aquarius and then... I know it goes Capricorn, Aquarius. I know. What, what the fuck comes after Aquarius? Shit. I don't know. Pisces? Pisces. Okay. So I think Pisces it's Pisces and, and, and an Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks for them. Sucks. Sucks to suck. Am I right? But anyway... <laughs> Um, so I know that I made a joke in the last podcast or maybe two podcasts ago that we would do under wraps next, but, um, great idea and fun fact, which is actually a horrific fact. Disney plus doesn't have under wraps, which is absolutely shocking to me. It's blasphemy. That is the first, the, the first Disney channel original movie. So like, I don't know if maybe they filmed it and like, only had it on a cassette tape or like a VHS so they couldn't convert it but they don't they definitely have older stuff than under wraps on Disney plus I'm gonna throw that out there um true yeah it's really just it's really fucking upsetting and I think we'll eventually have to come back to it and like find another way to watch it and do it to pay for it I know which I don't have money I had to pay (laughs) $3.99 you don't even pay for this Disney plus I know Thanks, my mom Danielle's does. <laughs> mom. I know neither of us pay for it. So eventually, maybe when we feel like paying for a movie, um, we'll go back we'll to under wraps. Yeah. And so instead, wait, when Natalie informed me. Hold on. This is okay. part of my pre-movie, so please just. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. It. We hopped into pre-movie yes. already. So I was looking at the list of all of them that we haven't actually been filling out as we've gone, but Whoops. you may have seen I went in and I numbered all of them because they were all out of order. But anyway, all the docs. Yeah. So we, I decided that we would do Alley Cat Strike. And I will reveal my commentary on that when I get to my pre-movie thoughts. But um, it just seemed like the right, it seemed correct, you know? Yeah. I was going to reveal like the exact text to me, but I think you want to keep that 
under wraps for now. I, I, <laughs> wow, you literally stole the words from my mouth. I love Get it. Get out my head. I would love to. So here's what Disney Plus says about Alley Cat Strike. Four outcast teens with the love of bowling are thrust into the spotlight. Thrust. The word choice is just truly... It's fantastic. It describes exactly what happens to them. It's true. I agree. It came out on March 18th, 2000. So this movie is an Aries. Right. (laughs) Wow. It's exactly, mind you, 20 years minus five days from the day... No, 20 years minus two days from the day we were all told we had to quarantine forever. Wow. Forever. See, that's Mm -hmm. funny because Florida today literally just announced that they're done quarantining. Oh, that's good. They're like, um, so yeah, we're just, we're just like throwing all the protocols out the windows, maximum capacity, everything. Who the fuck cares? Some people will die, but like, oh, well. I'm happy for them. So that's Florida. That's where half my family is. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Um, and on that bright note, yeah. the, uh, the, it's categorized as sports drama coming of age, an hour and 27 minutes. And in our second lowest ever, 51% of wow. Rotten Tomatoes. I can't say I thought this was the greatest movie ever, but I thought that was pretty low. I thought that was pretty low, too. I... Just again, double digits lower than Don't Look Under the Bed. It's the fact that that's the the bar that we're reaching every single time here then like all all of these are so skewed it's ridiculous i'm really ridiculous all right my pre movie thoughts so i talked about wanting to do under wraps and then i texted danielle and i said i could really use a good bowling movie (laughs) a normal feeling that you have every once in a while you know here's what i want to tell you i watched this movie at 8 a.m on a wednesday um and because I, I could use a good bowling movie. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yes. What other bowling movies do you know of? <laughs> well, that's why I wanted this one because it's the only one. So anytime you're in the mood for a good bowling movie, it's always this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, okay. all right, I wrote, I know I've seen this and honestly, I don't remember much except that it's about bowling. But I know when I was a kid, I liked bowling moderately enough. Actually, so much so that I did have a bowling birthday party somewhere around the year 2000. And I still have and am currently looking at the pin that they gave me as a gift for being the birthday girl. That's fantastic. Yeah. So likely I enjoyed this movie. That's so fun. What it's bowling? signed by Mark Roth. Who's that? I don't know. Should I know who that is? No. I don't. Okay. Maybe the owner of the bowling alley, which... Bold of him to assume that, like, a six-year-old girl would want his... Would care about that. (laughs) I don't know. So I think I'll go into my pre-movie thoughts, if that's all right with you. That is all right with me. Great. Mine are really similar. Um, Mostly that I just... I don't remember much of this movie except for bowling. And I'm, like, pretty... At this point, I was pretty sure I had seen this movie... You'll reveal later that maybe that might not be the case. Um, But I know that this is a lot of people's favorites. Like every time I talk to people like about the podcast or just like about Disney Channel movies, this one comes up a lot. Um, So I was very excited. I had like very high expectations. And given the year was like 2000, um, I felt like that was still early enough in like that like golden age of decoms that like maybe it didn't have that typical flow that we see in like the Mm -hmm. later ones that we were covering like you know which one did we just cover that we said 
had oh like horse sense like horse sense was kind of like different i was wondering if it still had that like different vibe to it where it wasn't quite cookie cutter so i was excited to see that um and this isn't in my pre-movie thoughts but just some thoughts on bowling because you brought Mm. it up i used Mm. to love bowling as a kid we had like a bowling league i think when i was like in elementary school specifically um we would go to the bowling league like once a week and i had my own custom bowling ball that was um It was blue and had glitter on it, and it had my name. And I would like for you to just take a guess at what cartoon character it had etched onto it. I'm just curious if you could take a guess of any any cartoon character in the world. Any cartoon character in the world. Is this something I'm specifically going to guess? Was it like Tweety Bird? No, but that's like not a bad guess at all. Thank you. That's I think that's like exactly the the type of like character that would be on a bowling ball, but it wasn't Tweety Bird. No. Um, I don't know. It was Scooby-Doo. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Like, I, I don't think I, like, particularly really, really liked Scooby-Doo. But, like, just, he came on bowling balls. Yeah. yeah it's sense. just, that makes sense, right? So, that's my bowling history. I um, love that about you. Thank you. So, this movie opens, and it's a very cute opening. It's these four friends that are, like, running, like, arm in arm across the street from a diner into a bowling alley. And it's just, like, this adorable musical opening. It is. It's um, so cute. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm excited for this. Also, you'll notice that, um, okay, sorry. So one first thing, Kaylee Cuoco is in this, which is a really fun fact. Um, she's like from Big Bang Theory and fuck, there's another really big thing she was in. Eight Simple Rules, maybe? One of those like primetime TV oh, shows. Oh, 10 Things I Hate About You, that one? No, that was No, I think it was like that show with Jim Belushi, maybe. Maybe I'm lying. One of those, like, TV, like, sitcoms from, like, the early 2000s. Anyway, but mostly, like, people know her from Big Bang Theory. But it's, like, her as, like, a 13-year-old, which is really silly. Um, I don't know. (laughs) There's, like, four main characters, right? I don't know their names until halfway throughout the movie. I'm calling the main guy Max for a while until I realize his name is actually (laughs) Alex. I'm calling... Who I he think, says his name is Alex right at the beginning. I know, but I think his shirt had Max on it. So when yeah, I looked so, up, I wrote Max. <laughs> so one of the first lines is he says, my name's Alex, but you wouldn't know it by looking at my clothes. There you go. Yeah. I, was, I clearly wasn't paying good so enough he attention. Wears, he, throughout the movie, he wears all these bowling shirts with different people's names on them just because he wears like vintage bowling shirts. Yeah, which is yeah. a choice and I love it. Um, um, so yeah, we learn pretty early in the movie at some sort of, middle school pep rally that they are trying to win this trophy called the mighty apple which confused me for a while but later you learn that it is a trophy given to a school that overall has the most wins in different sporting events yeah and so they are having the basketball tournament and if they win they like tie for it or something so they have to win um and it's basically east apple and west apple that are the two schools that fight for it yeah, um, I, yeah, I was also confused about all of that in the beginning. I thought that like they were a football team and then they started playing basketball and right. I was confused. And then they were <laughs> announcing that this is the last year they could win it and it was very unclear why. why? So I'm going <laughs> to explain it now yeah. because it just makes it easier. Yep. Next year, the two schools are merging. So mm-hmm. it's never going to, they're never going to be competing for it again. Which I just laugh because they say, like, the school that wins it this year gets to keep it, but it's going to be in the building that they're both in. So. I know. They're like, but, if that's where it'll live forever. I'm like, but you're merging schools. Right. But, but that's anyway. like your suburban sort of rivalry. They need it. Yeah. Rivalry. Just wanted to make sure I fully enunciated that word. You got that one. Um, in this, like, 
I think like after like the pep rally, like you kind of see, we're also, we're looking at this one kid in particular during the pep rally, like with the voiceover that Alex is giving us. Um, his name's Todd Macklemore, which the last name made me laugh every single time they said it because of like Macklemore, the artist. Um, but anyway, he's like this like all-star athlete and um, he's very much like the cool popular kid in town, you know, and He's like hangs out with these group of kids that like go up to our protagonist friends uh, in the beginning and like they call them the strange dudes and I'm like what the fuck kind of nickname is that and like right. they start like bullying them a little bit and then when they get a bad reaction from the kids they're like where's your school spirit and I'm like excuse me like you literally just made fun of these kids and then are expecting them to like cheer for you and your team I don't know I didn't like right. them but you you love a good Disney movie where the most athletic kid has to be a jerk yeah that's just standard that's how it works um but so one of my favorite parts of this is when the four of them are standing together the smallest girl out of the group delia starts talking back um to them and she says she says like do you want to like have a basketball shot competition to like for whatever reason. And she says, I arc my jumpers at 48 degrees with 14 pounds of force with a formula of tan X cosine Y where X is the height, Y is the angle and the backboard is a matrix. I loved it so much. <laughs> Obviously, as soon as I heard this, I was like, okay, this has to be the math. Yep, test. Like, yep. how, she can't just drop that on <laughs> nope. us and let it go. Um, so it's time for Math Busters. It's time for Math Busters. And what I'm trying to bust here is would what she just described actually cause her to make a shot? Mm -hmm. And if so, how far would she have to stand away with all of this information to make that shot? Cool. Um, so the first thing I did was I wanted to calculate um, the acceleration, so how fast she'd be throwing the ball because most of the formulas for distance need acceleration and all we have is force right her mm -hmm. 14 pounds of force so formula for force is mass times acceleration so i just plugged in 14 for the force i plugged in 0.5 for the mass because that's how many um kilograms a basketball is and i found that she with what she described would be throwing the ball at a speed or an acceleration of 28 meters per second okay. i can't gauge if that's fast or not <laughs> Um, yeah, I maybe like while it, I'm doing this, do you want to look what that is in like feet per second or something? Sure. Or miles per hour. You said 28, 28, right? Meters per second. Yeah. So then I looked up a formula that you can use to find the initial velocity and you do break it into X and Y components because you're talking about the velocity being shot forward and up at the same time, right? Cause it's mm -hmm. creating like an arc. And actually that formula involves cosine theta and sine theta, not tan, like she talked about. So I don't know why well, she said tangent but i think that was incorrect what she said what? but it doesn't even matter okay because tan is just like sine over cosine anyway so like maybe you could do some substitutions but yeah i mean maybe but i, I mean i didn't need it for this so awesome. anyway um so in this equation i basically was able to calculate the amount of time that it would take the ball to reach the basket um with her data the um the angle she gave and the force she gave and then using that time i could then say okay then how far back was she because it took that much time cool um so the formula for time was two times u times side theta over g where g is gravity u is the acceleration and then theta is the angle which is 48 and i found that her shot is taking 4.24 seconds okay she's um shooting it by the way at 
28 meters per second, which is 62 miles per hour. Great. So she's just <laughs> literally throwing the ball like a baseball player. Yep. You'll see in a moment why that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. So hold on a second. Okay. Um, so now that I have the time, now I can find her total displacement, right? The distance, which is just like the distance formula, the square root of x squared plus y squared, where x is the horizontal distance and y is the vertical distance, right? And so those are both two complex formulas that involve sine and cosine. And in calculating, I found that uh, x was 79.43, y was 0.004. I plugged it into the displacement formula and I found that she's throwing the ball 79.42 meters. Wow. So now it makes sense that she's throwing it. What did you say? 60 what? Like 62 miles an hour. Right. So she's throwing 62 miles an hour. She's basically throwing it 80 meters, which is more than the length of entire basketball <laughs> That's court. That's huge. So way too far, which means that at this chosen angle, she's using way too much force. And she should have said something smaller than 14 pounds of force. I didn't calculate what she should have used, but this has been busted because yeah. she's just <laughs> blasphemous for her to make this statement. To That's him. crazy. The good part is, though, they have no idea what the hell nope, she's talking about, so clue. it doesn't really matter. Yep. I love that. They, like, heard her, have, like, pull out all these formulas and all these math terms, and they were like, uh, okay, uh, never mind, and, like, basically got scared <laughs> of her usage of math. So I Which love I like. that. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, that was a very fun math bus to do. Love it. Yeah. So our next scene is now actually at the basketball game. Yeah. So we're at the basketball game and this guy named Sweet Lou is the announcer and they're like, he could make a something sound fun. I don't know. I feel like he said a lot of weird things the it whole was, time. It was something to the effect of like he could like read out numbers in the phone book and it would sound fun. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so he's announcing the game or whatever. And um, they did not go to the game. These four kids. No. They were hanging out at the bowling alley instead, which we learn Alex's dad owns. Yes. Right. So now we get this like kind of back and forth between the game that they're not at and them just hanging out, having so much fun bowling. And just one note about Sweet Lou. Um, so he's like an announcer for whatever their radio station is, which the initials are WWAP. And so the whole time, mm -hmm. every time they, he mentioned it was WWAP, I could only sing WAP in my head. Yeah, um, yeah of course. Um, it's actually a wild WAP. That's what it stands for. Oh, nice. W nice. W, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like when you see, you just see one in the wild. Even like in the Pokemon. wild. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can catch it. Uh, <laughs> well, you could try to catch it. You probably won't. Um, I want to be the very lucky. best. <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, so <laughs> thank you so much. I can't reconcentrate myself. That was amazing. Um, so we learned a couple things during this time. First, we learned that the bowling alley is getting no customers. And mm -hmm. so the dad's like, you know, we might have to go out of business or whatever. Um, and then we also learned that West Appleton, the school that Todd and these four go to, they win the game. Yes. And what that means is now they are tied for the mighty apple. Um, and we, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but all we know is that they're tied. We also learned that Todd's dad is the mayor of West Appleton. Mm -hmm. um, and so, of course... The best athlete's dad is the mayor, and he's super hard on him, and he wants his son to be the best athlete in everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then a couple things at the bowling alley. While that's all going on, we learned, one, that, okay, I wrote Ben, but I think his name is Ken, <laughs> one of the friends. 
I actually don't know at all. I'll look right now. I wrote Ben so many times, but then in like the last scene, because I had like closed captioning on, it said Ken. And I was just like, oh, fuck, is this kid's name Ken? Um, so there's that. He it is Ken. It's Ken. There you go. <laughs> he asks um, Alex's dad to like put on this music to help them like get in the mood to bowl. And I was like, oh, I wonder like what it's going to be. And it's swing music, of course. Swing music. Um, which was beautiful. Like they're just like dancing to this swing music and bowling and having like a great time. Um, which then lead, like leads to this conversation with the dad and Alex. They're like talking about how much fun they have bowling. And he said something uh, like he could go pro, you know? And then the kids said that he wasn't interested in turning pro. And I was just like, very, it was like very interesting choice that they made him say that at that moment, I felt. He was right. just like, yeah, that's not why I bowl. And I was just like, cool, cool, cool. Interesting. Um, so we get to school the next day and we find out from like the administration conversation with the mayor that West and East Appleton decided that the only sport left that they haven't competed in is bowling. And so bowling is going to be the tie-breaking sport. Yep. Plot twist if you didn't see it coming. <laughs> and the mayor finds out from administration that the only people that can be on the team are people that signed up for bowling club at the beginning of the year. He calls the kids in bowling club losers, which, yeah. why did the mayor, an adult, call children losers? But it was okay. really fucking rude, but I'm used okay. to that with DCOMs at this point. It's true. Um, and, of course, the four, these four kids, Alex, Ken, Elisa, and Delia. Delia are in the club. And then we also find out that at the beginning of the year, as a joke, Todd's friends signed him up. So he's the fifth on the bowling team. Yep. And he is not happy. No, he's not happy. Everyone, like, thinks that bowling is, like, the lamest thing of all time. Every time, like, someone mentions bowling, they, like, all, like, vomit in their mouths and they're like, oh, my God, not bowling. And I'm like, is bowling really that bad? Um, I don't think so, personally. But I mean, if it was curling, don't get me wrong. I mean, that'd be very intense. That's something hard to pick up. People love to make fun of curling during the Winter Olympics. It's true, but it's so intense. Here's the thing. If there's no other sport on, do you put on curling? Because I do. Absolutely. 1, so in which percent. case, you can't make fun of it. Um, so Todd goes on the radio show with, on the, on the uh, Wild Wop radio show, <laughs> and he has this confidence about him that is alarming AF. And he talks about how he won all the other sports and brought his team to victory in baseball and football and basketball, and bowling will be just the same. And yeah. we're like, yeah, okay. Okay. He's very cocky. Some would say confident. I would say cocky. Yes. And so we show up at the bowling alley. Todd shows up with the mayor, his dad, and Alex and all the kids are there. And Alex's dad is there because he owns the alley. And mm-hmm. we kind of find out that the mayor and the dad have some sort of history. There's like tea there. And uh, yeah. we haven't spilled it yet, but I'm very curious. <laughs> yeah, there's some some history, some drama about the apple. The the What is it called? Wow, I can't even remember what it's the called. The mighty apple. The mighty apple. There you go. I wanted to call it the wild apple. I was like, no, that's not no, it. It's the wild wop. <laughs> Uh, there was another sorry another thing I think this happened during the radio show um, where Todd was like bragging about all of his sports whatever he said that he has uh, won basketball baseball tennis football and track like championships basically and I was like that is five different sports do you like do you you can only play three throughout the year Thank you. I would I would argue that like they can make some exceptions sometimes for like four, like if it's a weird overlap, but like usually there's three seasons in a school year. 
for sports. And so I was like, are you just like not a loyal team like player? Like, do you just like hop around? Like, I, I think that would annoy me more that you have this guy who's like super good at baseball. And then one year he's like, nah, I'm going to do track instead. And I'm just like, well, right, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I like even... the disloyalty is what I don't I just like. assumed that they meant that he played multiple sports in a season. That's just aggressive, but yeah. sure. But so um, he, Todd is sitting there with the other kids and they, you know, are very unhappy that he's on the team. They don't like him. They think he's a jerk. They think he knows nothing about bowling. And he's like, you guys, bowling isn't so hard. I'm going to get a 100 before you know it. <laughs> and they're all like, you idiot. Right. They all start laughing at him. And they quickly school him on how bowling scores work. Um, Which I was happy was- to hear because... I don't know how bowling scores work. Really? <laughs> like, I, could, I couldn't score a game on my own if I had to do it by hand. I wouldn't know how. I think I could. Yeah. I just always let the machine do it. So like I Alex gave like a little rundown and I was very pleased with that rundown. Yeah. I don't fully understand how it gets up to 300, but I know how the points like add up and how you get like additional bonus points and stuff. Yeah. I, I just don't know like how many points you would get per thing. Do you want me to tell you? I mean, Alex told me, so. Well, do you remember? No, not really. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell you real fast. Okay, okay. If you get a strike, the next turn you get double the points for both throws. And if you get a spare, the next turn you get double the points for the first throw. Oh. Yeah. But so then, it? like, if you get two strikes in a row or whatever, then, you know, when you get double, that ends up being actually quadruple. Cause, right. So. Right. Yeah, but that's it. It's that simple. There you go. Yeah. And yeah, there you have it, that's ladies. bowling, folks. Ladies and other folks? <laughs> Ladies and other folks. The two genders. <laughs> it's just everyone. That includes everyone. Um, uh, so um, the mayor then calls up the mayor of the other town. Like he steps out of the alley or to the back of the alley. And he's like seeing his son bowling. So I guess he's feeling confident. And he makes some weird bet that like if they win, then like East Appleton has to give them 40 ciders. And if they win... If East Appleton wins, then they have to give them 40 apple pies. pies and like, it yeah. just, I didn't understand it. And I assume since they're both called Appleton, they probably both have apples and they could both make cider and yeah. pie. So also yeah. why 40? You see on one of the signs uh, when they are entering, I think East Appleton, that it's like home of the world's best like apple pie or something. So I guess they just like pride themselves on their apples, which sidebar I made some bomb apple crisp with the apples that uh, we got from apple picking. Double nice. sidebar, folks. I don't remember how many weeks ago it was that you might have heard the treacherous story of the last time that we went apple picking where Natalie um, threw an apple in my face. But Ain she had apple. Ain apple. Shh. Um, <laughs> she has redeemed herself is what I was going to say. You. But now I'm a little upset because she made fun of me. But we made it through a whole day of apple picking without her hitting anybody in the face with an apple. And I'll have you know, I really restrained myself because the whole day I only threw one apple and it was at a tree where no one was near me. No one was there. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Really proud of you. Thank you. That's progress, you know? I was using all of my willpower to restrain (laughs) myself. Thank you. Um, All right. So now we get to this weird part of the movie where Todd kind of starts befriending Alex, but it's very unclear if it's real or not at this point. Yeah. Um, so Todd, Todd gets invited to a party of this girl, Lauren, who oh, Lauren. maybe they have a crush on each other. Hard to say. And then Todd tells Alex to come along. Um, and so 
they go together and Todd's like pretty nice to Alex actually. Um, but when he leaves, they're like kind of talking about him behind his back. Yeah. It's just like, basically Alex goes, um, I don't know why he goes, honestly, actually. <laughs> I think I he, my like, point there. he's excited that he yes. finally got invited to something. Yeah. He, their, their whole like shtick is kind of like that. They're like the outcasts and like, they don't really get noticed by people, but now they're like starting to get noticed a little bit because they're associating with Todd and like everything's riding on them. Um, and yeah, so it's really strange to me though, because it feels like these people have no faith in Alex as a bowler when like, he's clearly the best bowler in this town like the whole beginning of the movie we just see him like do like strike after strike like he's very good at bowling and like this girl lauren who's like the obsessed with todd is like can alex even do it and i'm just like you realize that todd doesn't know how to bowl right Right. like i don't know it's just very strange um but yeah so he leaves the party and then as he's on his way home he goes to elisa one of the girls who's like his best friend um, he goes over to her house because they live across the street from each other, which, like, how convenient to live across the street from your best friend. Because um, she was about to post her bowling scores, like, on his door because she did really well. Um, and I think, does he, I think he, like, lies about where he was. Yeah, he doesn't tell Elisa that he was at this party. But I think or he does says, he? sorry. He, he does. He doesn't lie, but he... He says he went. Right, right, right. And she doesn't get mad at him, which I really liked. And this comes yeah. up over and over in the movie. Like, I would feel like normally in a decom, the, the friend gets really mad when they mm-hmm. start hanging out with other people, and she doesn't. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See Eddie's million dollar cook off. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, in the next scene, they're back at the bowling alley, and we find out that the game is going to be four on four. But there's five of them. And Delia's like, thank God I don't have to bowl. (laughs) And I literally wrote, so I'm sure it's going to all end up coming down to her and hopefully her math skills, which I'm going to bite my tongue for a second. Okay. (laughs) Um, So Alex and Todd continue to hang out together and they decide to go down to East Appleton to spy on the team. Um, And the friends are not happy that they're doing this. But again, they're not really mad at him. And I was like, at this point, I was like, oh, is there a schism in the friendship on the horizon? But... Mm. There you, you know, go. One, I, I wasn't great, sure. use of, great use of the word schism there. Thank you so much. Um, also, this whole scene that's like upcoming gave me um, bring it on vibes. Mm, yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> when, when they go to check out the, the clovers. Um, that's a good one. I wrote that it gave me dodgeball vibes. Yes. The, like how they the, were in there. The matching their, sweatsuits really exactly. sealed that. <laughs> yes, sealed the deal for me. So yes. the East Appleton team, basically they're just throwing strikes in unison. Just throwing strikes, throwing strikes, throwing strikes. They somehow have some sort of professional bowler as a coach. I think he was like a cousin of the yeah, mayor think, or something. Yeah, he's related. Um, And then, you know, the kids see Alex and Todd and they – Todd is basically like, what's this loser doing here? Like, I'll get him out of here. Like, I don't know why he was spying on you. And Alex somehow does not get mad Doesn't, at this. Well, because he was trying to get him away. Like, because if, if Todd didn't pull him out of that situation in that way, then the kids would have, like, beat him up. Yeah, no, I get it. But, like, he didn't have to say he was, like, a loser or whatever. No, of course not. But he was, he was playing a role, you know? Right. No, but anyway, it's just, it was good. Th- Again, it keeps coming up. Like, they don't get mad at each other. True. Which is great. Yes, yes. Um, and then they go to the bowling alley and they have, they, I believe Alex frames it as you have to learn how to bowl with style. And mm-hmm. we have a beautiful swing dance bowling montage. 
I loved it so I loved much. every second of it. And also the fact that Todd just, like, didn't think it was weird, really, at all. Like, he had, he had mentioned, like, earlier in the movie that, like, the swing music was weird and was just like, I listened to the Backstreet Boys and Aerosmith, yeah. um, which, great combination. But all of a sudden, he was just, like, pulling out all these swing moves. He was, like, dancing with Delia. And I was just like, this is adorable, and I love every second of it. Yeah, but what's it was going really on cute. here? No, it was so cute. And, like, he's getting better, and they're just kind of, mm-hmm. like, they're vibing as a team. And it was yes. so cute. They're definitely and vibing. Then, at the end of that scene, they're all like, you know, sitting on the bowling couches or whatever together and talking about how the bowling alley is like really doesn't have customers. And Todd's like, let's have like a huge like rave basically once a week here. And, you know, we'll get so many people in. We'll get people excited about the game. You know, we'll get money in. And they're like trying to figure out the name. And Delia is like, let's call it the bowling ball. Yes. I loved, and it, I loved it so it. much. And I she says so it just hard. like that. Like, yep. <laughs> So She's cute. like, wait, the bowling ball. And I was like, right. yes, I loved it. So uh, Todd and Alex go to the store to buy all supplies and somehow they end up getting them for free. Um, oh, yeah. In some weird twist of events and the fact that Todd said he had no money and his dad's the mayor. Also, um, I think somewhere in this montage of them collecting stuff because he's just like, you know, charming and everything. He Todd says this quote, um, practice and talent. It's an awesome combination. And I said, Natalie probably said that at some point. <laughs> Honestly, I definitely thought it at the yeah. at a minimum. <laughs> Just thought of you. Um, so now the uh, Todd steps out to go buy like lights or something that they had forgotten. So Alex and his dad are in the bowling alley. And the dad's like, this is really great. Like, we're going to bring people in. And Alex is like, but the bowling alley is going to be different. And the dad's like, hey, different's good because mm-hmm. what we have right now is not really working. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, let me tell you a story. And we find out that the dad and the mayor actually used to be best friends. Do we Do find, we this find out here? Out? No, we I don't find it. We don't find out the story. We just know yes. that they used to be friends. Yes. We, we know that there's like, again, we get like a little bit deeper in the pool of like the history of right. Kevin like we and keep the mayor. Getting little pieces of info. Mm-hmm. Um, so next scene we have is Todd and Alex, just the two of them practicing together. And Alex rigged the setup so that every time it's like the seven ten split for Todd. And he just can't get it. We see a mm. time again, he bowls, bowl, 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 and he just can't get the seven ten split. And I was yep. like, this is foreshadowing. This is obviously. gonna come up later. <laughs> um so then we're in school and I think um either the mayor or the principal or someone, I don't know, someone pulls over um Todd and they're just like, Oh, like you're gonna you and Alex are gonna be on wild wop tomorrow um i told (laughs) i told them that you're the captain so just like you know be prepared to talk about it so one rude that they just threw todd on as the captain um but the team like unanimous unanimously votes um alex as the co-captain which i thought was adorable they're like yeah obviously it's you um but they say one thing they don't get mad yeah no they're just like yeah it's you go talk about it they say all all we ask is that you come tell us about it afterwards come meet us at the diner after the radio show so Alex and uh, Todd go on the radio show. They go on Wild Wop and they talk up everything like that weird confident thing that like Todd was doing kind of rubs mm-hmm. off on Alex. He's like super amped. Basically, they're just like, yeah, of course we're going to win. It's going to be great. Um, they get super hyped about it. And then as they're leaving, they, they're just like really buddy buddy. And then you see we like hit back to Elisa and like the rest of the friends and they're like waiting for Alex. They're like, where's Alex? Where's Alex? So they leave the diner because they're like, eh, it's getting late. Like we should probably go. 
they leave the diner, they look across the street to what I assume is like a pizza place or something. And you see Alex and Todd and all the popular kids and they're just having a grand old time. And like, it's a really, really long moment of like Elisa and Ken and Delia just looking so sad and I'm very sad for them. Right. Here they are not happy, but again, they don't go over and yell at him. No. No, they just go home. Yeah. So the next scene, we get to the bowling alley. There's lights everywhere, decorations all over the place. It looks amazing and it is packed. Mm -hmm. The weirdest part of the whole thing for me is that Todd is wearing sunglasses indoors. Yes. It is confuses the shit out of me, but fine. I asked the same question. Um then you know they're all bowling and having fun and then Todd gets on the microphone and he's like hyping everyone up for the game and he's like yeah we're gonna beat east appleton blah 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 and then he's like and now to bring out my co-captain alex and then alex comes out wearing sunglasses as well and the three friends are not happy they're no. like kind of rolling their eyes at this yeah because also so this whole time like there's also the theme of like alex wears these weird clothes that he finds in the back of the bowling alley because it's like all like vintage shirts and like bowling shirts and stuff and now he's wearing like a typical sweater and jeans like similar to a Todd vibe. So he's just like changed his whole look. He's wearing these dumbass sunglasses inside. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then there's another montage of people bowling. There's all these very strange video effects that they do on this <laughs> bowling scene. Yes. Everyone's having a grand old time. It's a party. It's a party. Um, the, the three friends though are still like just again, just off on the side being like, what the fuck is this? But right. whatever. So then um, it ends and we get this like um, clip of Alex taking the garbage out in the back and he's like in a little alleyway, but he can still see, hear people on the other side of the entrance and they're talking about like how much fun they had and it was just like a great night. But then one of the kids um, says, I hope like when this, like I'm getting really sick and tired of that Alex kid, like he's really annoying. I hope once this is all over, like we don't have to hang out with him anymore. Um, yeah. and it's really sad. They're so he's really sad. It's and then so he like sad. goes back inside and he's like, Hey dad, like, where's Elisa? Like he wants comfort yeah. in his friends, but they had already left. I was so sad yeah. for him. And the thing is like, this is never mentioned again. They mention it. Oh, what this, the kids being mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, he mentions it like once in his voiceover a little bit later on, yeah. but like for a fraction of a second. So we, uh, we get to the next scene and, the mayor and the principal are in the bowling alley giving the kids their new uniforms and their uniforms are literally t-shirts they're just t-shirts like, you couldn't have found them bowling shirts ironed letters onto <laughs> like what the hell is this and then they announce that the actually the 40 pies and the 40 ciders is no longer the bet the bet is now the winning team gets to rename the school oh, so yeah. if east appleton wins it's going to be called east appleton and if west appleton wins it's going to be called west appleton and i'm like whoa this is ridiculous like they're like betting on these children i think i wrote this earlier but like the the faith and like pressure that this like whole town is putting on like a group of like 14 year olds is just like wild to me right. and i mean it's supposed to be but it was just was very aggressive um so anyway like of course todd's like super stoked he's super cocky he's like yeah we're a team now um and they i think we see like another 710 split somewhere here um so there's like more foreshadowing of that during their bowling um but anyway like after practice alex is just like fed up um because he this is his voiceover he's just like my old friends don't want to talk to me anymore like my oh because that's i'm sorry they bring up 
at some point him going to the pizza party, I think, or whatever. I don't know. They Elisa brings it up for like half a second at one point in time. So he like knows that they're annoyed, but he's like, let's stop talking about it. Because um, he's bowling with his dumbass sunglasses on. Uh, <laughs> but he's just like very annoyed. And he's just like, my old friends don't like me. My new friends don't like me. They're giving us these crappy ass t-shirts. I'm out. Right. And he's he done. quits. He just quits. Then and there. He leaves. Right. And he kind of walks out and then Todd is like to the other kids, what the F? Like, how does he not care about winning? Like, and they, you know, talk to him about it a little bit. And then he says this line that says, well, I can't lose. It's not allowed. Mm. And honestly, that says it all. It does. It really does. Like, that's so sad for you. It is so so sad. sad for you. I feel bad for Todd. So yeah, Todd goes to talk to Alex, which I think is an interesting twist because you know, the other kids are closer with him, but the friends are like, no, like you're the person yeah. to talk to him, which again, they're not hating on Todd. They're like, Hey, you have this like thing that would be really helpful yep. to us. You go speak to him. Yes. So he goes to him and in a true twist, he's like, Hey, can you please come play? Because I really just want to have fun. Like screw yeah. winning. Like, let's just have fun. That was amazing. I loved it. Was it was amazing. And in the next scene, Todd gets them new uniforms. He gets them bowling shirts. Oh, so I think he's yes. like really into the, let's just make it fun. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. like the uniform we're wearing or whatever. Um, oh. So things are really looking up. And another important thing he says, is, like, I think it's in that stoop conversation is like, he's like, you can go out there tomorrow. He's like, and you could like lose the whole thing and do really bad and your friends wouldn't care. And that's just so cool. And I'm like, right. oh, like Todd's, all of Todd's relationships basically rely on him being a good athlete. And like, it's just really sad. So yeah. Just one interjection. This was not a stoop conversation. This was in the Mm. diner. The next conversation is the stoop conversation. Okay. So Alex goes back to the bowling alley after talking with Todd and his dad and him sit on the stoop and have a sentimental chat, which is just like how all the chats in full house are at the end of the episode. And this (laughs) is where we find out that the dad and the mayor stopped being friends because when they were trying to win the mighty apple, there was a play in a baseball game where like, it was like a throw from, you know, the second baseman to second base. And one says it was a bad throw. One says he just didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And they said, they kept saying, oh, that throw cost us the apple. And it, they let, you know, they let it yep. ruin their friendship. And he says, he always regretted that. And I said, imagine letting one play change your entire friendship. Like, yikes. Right. I know. But it's rough out here. It is rough out here. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, we get, I think that's like the last thing we see before the big it day. It is. It is. And at this point, we actually don't know yet if Alex is going to play. No, we don't. We're, we it, just know it, that he's feeling a little better. Yes, but it's, they're still unsure. So, like, we get to the bowling alley and, you know, Sweet Lou's there, all of West Appleton, it's all of packed. East Appleton. It is absolutely packed. Both mayors are there, like, being really fucking petty and annoying. Um, and they're just, like, stealing the mic from each other. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, they're, they're literal children. It's so annoying. Um, so they introduce the East Appleton team and they all come in and cheering and everyone's booing. Um, and then I think it was like Ken or something. He's like booing in a bowling alley. Like I can't imagine. (laughs) Um, so sorry. Did they, when did they give them the uniforms? Before this. Before this. Okay. They were already wearing them. Okay. So the next thing is Alex like bursts through the doors. He shows up. Yes. And the kids from the other team are like making comments or whatever. And Todd's like mellow out. He's like, why don't you mellow out? And they're like, mellow out. The attitude of a true loser. Yeah. 
he also laughed. uses the term slick which is the the in term of endearment that like ken has been using the whole movie so i'm like oh he's like adopting his like friends language and mannerisms because he's like one of them now it was it was really nice i liked it um so like yeah they have this whole like marching band they introduce the the west appleton team they come in they're super stoked like and now like once alex shows up like the the west appleton team is just like so hype they're so ready to play um some bowling and also we haven't mentioned this yet literally at all but throughout this entire movie alex's mom and uh, was like with her with their it grandpa was so irrelevant so irrelevant because like they he was sick so they just like were not in the movie and right, they, they show said up. he was sick and then he shows up on crutches so uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> you're so right you know what i'm not gonna criticize his disability um so <laughs> you're right though um but yeah so alex and mom are here sorry alex's grandpa and mom are here so it's just like very exciting um and then we just play some some bowling can we play bowling is that how we know we just bowl we, bowl. we just bowl <laughs> we and bowl. so they actually do this very quickly they show a mm-hmm. montage of just basically all the players hitting strikes just everyone is hitting a strike everyone strike 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 strikes up the ball seat. then there's a few that aren't strikes like they show todd miss a 710 split mm-hmm. um but they're mostly strikes yeah and next thing we know it's like the last throw of the game and alex needs to get three strikes also known also as a known turkey. As a turkey. <laughs> um, but this is his last throw, right? So yeah. he can only get the third throw if he gets the first two, whatever. Anyway, we first one, strike. Second one, strike. Third one, the suspense of watching the ball go down the alley. I was so nervous this entire time. I was like sweating bullets. <laughs> the thing is, I knew he was going to make it because I knew there still had to be something with Delia coming. Yes. Um, so he makes the third one amazing. Um, the other team do, does their throw. And then it turns out Todd, he was like getting last licks and they are down by nine. So Todd needs at least a spare. Mm-hmm. To win. Right? Yes. And then at this point, he's like, I know this is the wrong time to say this, but I regret going last. And I'm right. like, finally, he's not confident. Um, so, so he, he does the first one. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, he throws his first ball and what happens but it's the classic 710 split what? like we're expecting that like we've seen throughout this entire movie and if you've been paying attention todd can't fucking do it he right. always misses the 710 split we have not seen him successfully do it once so he's like freaking out freaking out i have one comment my thing was he's like freaking out so much like he's gonna make them lose but the thing is every time he tried the 710 split he got one of them so worst case scenario he'd make them tie right now Oh, right. what it! Wow, interesting. Yeah. Interesting but, theory. But of course, he wants them to win. Yes. Um, and so Delia is like, "I can make the shot." <laughs> she's so casual. About and they're it. like, "What?" And she's like, "I she's can like, make the shot." I can do it. And they're like, "Have you done it before? Like, how do you know?" And she's like, "Wouldn't you like to know?" <laughs> she, I and love her. She's so fucking weird. <laughs> so she, they make a substitution, which we had been told multiple times already was allowed. Mm-hmm. yes um and you want to explain her shot um sure <laughs> i don't know if i can so they make this substitution first of all everyone freaks the fuck out they're like oh no they're pulling todd out oh no especially the dad the dad freaks out and todd's like bro like 
I'm cool. Like I, I'm, I don't need to win this. Like it doesn't need to be on me. Like my team's going to win. Like she, like Delia's fine. So he kind of tells his what? dad off a little bit. Oh yeah. Can I say what he said to his dad? Yeah. So his dad goes, I'm ordering you son. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like, I'm ordering you to get back in the like, game. I'm like one, he already took himself out. So like he can't do that. Um, but two, shut the fuck up dad. And then he says, sometimes I'm not the best and you gotta be okay with that. Yes. Straight yes. Facts. I love it. Wisdom. Um, so Delia gets the ball, right? She looks at the lane. She runs, she like walks up to the very, very edge of the lane. Like usually, you know, you're a few feet back so you can do an approach. No, no. She goes right up to it. She licks her finger and puts it in the air as if to like test the, the, wind. The, wind. the wind. Yeah, of yeah, course. Exactly. Yeah. Like the air the pressure, physics. all that stuff. Exactly. And you just see her like do some like math in her head real quick. Ball on the ground one finger in the hole and she just spins it she spins it a whole lot full squat full squat she's like sitting on the ground basically she spins the ball until it has spun enough apparently and then she literally just gently pushes it onto the lane and And then my favorite part is she then slowly walks back to her seat and just sits (laughs) down as the ball is slowly making its way down the alley biggest like smirk on her face it's amazing so this ball takes forever to go down and they the literally make it take forever the yep. suspense was killing it me. was insane and like the, the, throughout this entire time sweet loose like i'm having a convulsion my liver's <laughs> gonna explode but someone check my blood pressure if there's a doctor out there come save me like, this man's the most extra guy so i've ever fun. seen i mean he's on the wild wop he's gotta be it's true so in the end the ball makes it down the alley and what happens is it hits one pin and because of its spinning motion, I guess it made the pin spin mm-hmm. so that the pin didn't have to exactly hit the other one. But when it was spinning, it had a 360 degree chance of hitting it. And so it does. They both get knocked down and they win. One and second. everyone's cheering. <laughs> you just used the phrase 360 degree chance. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? It made, Oh, in my head, that made perfect sense. I mean, like, it, I mean that like it. I'm sorry. I'm shocked that you don't understand what I meant. Like I do, but like okay. It, what I meant is that it doesn't matter how the pin was hit because any of the three, since it's spinning, any way that the other pin was facing, it will hit it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just that. Like it moved along the lane as well, and like got to the other. It had a 360 chance. degree chance. Duh. That's just yeah. that's probability for you. Okay. Honestly, if there's anyone out there that thinks that doesn't make sense, I'll draw you a diagram, but I think it makes perfect sense. It like it does. It's just a very silly phrase. All right. Well, you know what? I said it and I stand by it. I love it. So they win. Everyone's they win. going nuts. And the two mayors are talking to each other and he's like, so what are you going to name the school? And the kids are like, we're going to call it Appleton Central. It's so nice. It's so, so neutral. Because they're such nice kids. Yeah. They just like, they just want to everyone have to have fun they don't even care about winning it's great and then we get another montage of people just bowling including so cute. grandpa pushing a ball with one of his crutches you literally love to see <laughs> it love to see it so everyone's having a great time there's swing music playing alley cat strike like the titular uh phrase of the movie is playing on the speakers we also get these two ending voiceover phrases yes. from alex yep and i'm just going to read both of them first great. he says this just goes to show you, you can always find some common ground if you look hard enough. So Factual. Sweet. So sweet. The second one, my true favorite, and yep. this is how the movie ends. If you have beef with someone who's completely different than you, settle it. 
settle it in the alley. I don't know what this means. It's a no, it's a funny play on words. Settle it in the alley is like go beat each other up in an alley, but he means But he means the bowling, bowling alley. alley. So it's cute. It is cute. I liked it. I talk a little <laughs> bit about it in my post movie thoughts. Um should I dive wanna, in? Yeah, go give yeah. yours. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that I've never seen this movie because there were so much that I didn't know or remember. Like I, some things were vague to me. So I feel like I really don't think I ever saw this movie in full. That being said, I absolutely loved it. Like I see why so many people think it's like their favorite. Um, I really enjoyed it the whole time. Like we said, like the friendships were really wholesome. The bowling scenes were great. Like I really loved it, but I have some questions mostly for the bowling community. Um, like <laughs> what do professional bowlers think about all these kids emphasizing that bowling is like always just like fun, 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 and like not quite a sport. Like I agree that you should have fun when you play sports, but they made it seem like bowling is like different, but I feel like mm. that can be said for like any game. Like I, I only really played sports that I have fun doing. If I don't have fun doing it, then I'm not going to play them. So like, I don't know. They just made it seem like bowling was like not at the same level. It was can very make, weird to me. Can I make one comment before you finish yours? Absolutely. I feel like the reason for that might be because bowling is much more seen as an activity anyone can just go do. Okay. Whereas like it I don't think anyone that doesn't play baseball would just go to the batting cages. Like I don't think that that's as frequent. Whereas like anyone will just go bowling for any that's purpose. True. It's more recreational than Right. Like than you wouldn't just go to a place to play football. Yeah. Right? Um, and you wouldn't unless, just like, like you really love. Yeah. Right, okay. but like bowling, golf, like you can just go and do that for fun. Sure. I'll, so. I'll take that. Um, and then my other question, which I brought up was, why are we settling things in a bowling alley? Like what a weird way to handle a type <laughs> of problem. Like it's a good way to bring people together. And like, I feel that. But like, he was like, if you have beef with someone, I was like, you're going to bowl about it? I don't know. Bowl about it. Anyway. Um, I loved the fact that Delia was like the final player and that she won the game for them using her math skills. Cause like, yes. And physics, we love it. Um, I loved the camaraderie of the movie and it just, I had a great time. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I love the math skills. I was not, I don't remember, remember that. And I wasn't expecting that. And I really liked it. Yeah. Mine are pretty simple. I just said that I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, and I realized that I basically remembered none of it. Um, but I'm pretty sure I did see it. I love that Delia was a math genius, but my favorite of all was the friendships and just how oh. they never got mad at each other. They never got too upset um, and they stuck to what they loved throughout the movie. I think that like in a lot of other DCOMs, like someone to become popular changes something about themselves, but that mm -hmm. never happens. Like Alex never tries to act different except the scene where he's wearing sunglasses, but even <laughs> that's not that different. Um, I loved a movie about a sport like bowling since it's not the most common one. I thought it was mm. totally different. Um, awesome to see them hit strikes, different kind of strikes, and <laughs> hear the math behind how the score works. And I'm super glad we chose this movie and actually kind of happy they didn't have under wraps because we got to watch this one. Same. I love this one. Uh, if you hadn't recommended it, I was going to recommend it within the next few episodes because I feel like it had kept coming up. So I'm glad that we watched it, though. I'm very Wow, I love that. Very pleased with this one. All right. Well, anyway, folks, you know what's coming next. Um, you can follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Disney plus or minus all spelled out. You can find us on Twitter at Disney plus or underscore. You can leave us a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Disney plus or minus. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure that you leave us a review if you like what you hear. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. 
Thanks so much. That's See it. You the next one. See ya. For our Spooktober. Oh, Spooktober's coming. It's Get ready, coming. folks. Bye. Bye.